0: Here it is, the episode you've been waiting for, the Neighborhood Seller's Podcast with your hosts, Nico and Sasha Antanasio.
1: Grab a chair, grab a drink, grab a friend, and enjoy the conversation.
0: Oh man, oh man, oh man, oh man. I say it almost every week that this is going to be my favorite podcast episode.
1: This is definitely
0: gonna be it. This is this is probably this is the one I've been looking forward to. Absolutely. Since the beginning. The amount of awesome conversations I've had or have
1: mm-hmm. with our
0: guest is just on another level. Good morning, I- Sasha. How are you doing this morning?
1: good morning good morning everyone and welcome to the neighborhood sellers podcast thanks for vibing with us i know we've been going strong for a hot minute and thank you to everyone i just wanted to right off the bat say that and well i'm gonna let nico introduce our special special times 10 special guest today so the podcast for people that don't know you know brings a cross
0: between the sports aspect and you know sports athletes entertainment in real estate Mm -hmm. today's guest doesn't even, that's not only a real estate agent, mm-hmm. that's work with players, uh-huh. specifically in the NFL.
1: Specifically, the, I got you. The, I got the, you. The I'm going to get that touchdown he for you. I got
0: you. He works with players in the NFL, but he is not only Cliffside Park High School Hall of Fame, <laughs> Ohio State, University standout. What? Played for the Miami Dolphins. Oh. And San Francisco 49ers.
1: Wow. Today
0: we have Bruce. Wow,
1: wow, 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 wow. Yes. Bruce I just had to get it out.
0: Ilya senior. Good morning, Woo! Bruce.
2: Give a little um Hey, good morning. <laughs> <laughs> a,
0: little, a little round of applause for <laughs> a little bit. So uh you have a some a phenomenal pedigree. I mean, uh, you know. Made it to your high school Hall of Fame. And and there's only 29 players who's been nominated or who's been inducted into the Hall of Fame in Clarissa Park. Um, Two head coaches, I think two head coaches. And we're talking about head coaches from the 50s and the 60s. um, And a couple baseball players, one that played for St. Louis. Oh, wow. And, And you're one of these guys, 29 athletes in... I mean, you're talking about a hundred years of students coming out of that high school. That is like one of the coolest things up front being a local guy. You are like, well, he's a local celebrity. You are, you're a local, Absolutely. you're a local celebrity. So uh, like, how was your time in high school? Like what was, what was going on? I mean, I mean, obviously you're, were, you're were a big kid in high school. I mean, <laughs> you end up going to a D one school. You were well, you were well recruited. Um, you know, what's crazy is I couldn't find your stats. When you're you're rushing the ball, in high school, because I want to kind of throw some stats. I'm like, yo, he's had this many <laughs> yards in one game, but I couldn't find those stats. There. I guess they just didn't keep good stats, or I didn't wasn't looking in good places. But um, what what was that like in high school?
2: Well, uh, <clears throat> high high school was uh, kind of inevitable for me to play football and do my best because I had played. Uh, in Cliffside Park's Papawana Football League for years. Okay. And that's like uh, fifth, sixth, seventh. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> And in those years, I, uh, I was a running back and a linebacker, and I, I did really well. And uh, so going into uh, ninth grade at the Cliffside Park High School, which was actually the first year they allowed ninth graders to attend the high school. Right. Um, we had a real good football team. You guys did? Yeah, ninth grade, you know, we had a a good football team because at that time, the ninth grade and the 10th, 11th, and 12th were separate. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: You you weren't all part of varsity. Uh, So we really had a good team. We played well. We beat some very tough teams. And uh, going into the high school, we were looked upon that, you know, we could be a a decent football team. Contending
0: team, yeah. Oh, wow. a,
2: A contender, considering the history of Cliffside has not been a powerhouse football. It's not mm. a known
0: name. No, then and also now. Town, like, no. so
2: yeah,
0: I went to Pagoda uh, When I was in high school, we were you know, we played each other. Yeah, and obviously Cliffside wasn't a game that you got up. For. No, we actually know we didn't play you guys I think you guys were group two at the time yeah, and you were one. We were one. Yeah, yeah uh, we, we, we played Richfield, but you guys played what Dumont Bergen, the town we live in now uh, Bergenfield uh, you know, the, 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 the bigger school, but the same thing is like nobody was really scared of Chris. I mean, of a uh, of what uh, called Closet Park, but you guys had some phenomenal athletes. You know, then you go and graduate because you only played what two years football in high school, right, in the university
2: level. Uh, I, I'd say that's pretty accurate. You know, I, I think I played part of my sophomore year. Okay, but no, I, I did play sophomore year. Okay. You know, so I, I did get three years. Uh, but most of the kids got two. Yeah. And uh, I was a backup to uh, the captain of the team at that time, who was Ali Albanese. Yep. And um, and I, I got to play when Ali was tired. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So uh, that's so kind of how that worked.
0: <laughs> now, what made you decide, I'm going to go to the OU? Like, what made you decide to go up there? Because you were well recruited.
2: I had... Uh, a large amount of scholarships, maybe as many as 50. That is amazing. 60. Oh, my goodness. And, uh, yeah, I could have went from Florida to uh, Penn State Ohio State. Uh, uh, fortunately, Michigan didn't recruit me because <laughs> I went, ended up going to Ohio State, and they're arch rivals.
0: Now, if they sent you a letter, would you have gone to Michigan?
2: no okay yeah not (laughs) no Uh, it's a bigger no now no (laughs) uh but um i i had gone to visits in florida florida state wanted me florida there, there was a large amount of schools that i could have went to penn state uh pittsburgh and on and on and on colorado i went out to somewhere in california and uh what happened was one night, you know, it was getting confusing. You know, I, every weekend I had to go travel to some state and visit their school and mm-hmm. show me around and things like that. And uh, one night my father came in my bedroom and uh, he was an ex-Cliffside Park ball player and captain of the football team. Oh, wow. Uh, and a, a Mason contractor. So he, he was a pretty rough guy. <laughs> uh, you know, he, he, you know, he, he was tough, and uh, and he looked at me and he said, "Well, where are you going?" I said, "I'm not sure. I'm thinking of maybe uh, uh, maybe uh, Boston College or something." Boston College, really? And I hadn't gotten even recruited by Notre Dame. Oh wow! And uh, so he looked at me, and uh, then he says, "Well, why don't you go play with the best?" And I was like, what do you mean, play with the best? Who's best? The best is Ohio, Ohio State. They were ranked number one in the country. Yeah. Mm. And I was a little nervous to go to Ohio State <laughs> because they are ranked number one in uh-huh, the country. you got to perform. And everybody's big and strong and fast. And, you know, I'm coming out of Cliffside Park, 1,100 kids in the high school. You know, it means about 250, 300 kids exactly. in the senior class. Exactly. And, and all of a sudden, I got a. Decide on Penn State, Ohio State. they even had scholarship to Notre Dame. Yeah, and
0: in, yeah. Notre, in Notre Dame, I mean that, that that's oh. even in the seventies that was very iconic. That's a
1: place that everybody. Wanted that's to like to. yeah, a school that, literally like in your top three, I would I say.
2: Mean, it's every kid's dream. Yeah, Absolutely. Exactly. You know, you grow up because they had the 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 TV show with Newt Rockney. Okay. And. Mm. Uh, that was when I was young in the 60s, 70s. You know, you'd watch this picture of Notre Dame and Notre Dame football and uh, uh, the statue of God looking over the stadium yep. and everything, you know. <laughs> so, uh, you know, those those are the things that stick in a young kid's head. I mean, you could have been Rudy's uh, teammate, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're Damn. right. That, that was the movie, Rudy. Exactly. Uh, so... I guess after I had visited Penn State, Ohio State, uh, Purdue, I went out west somewhere to the west Colorado I went to, I went to uh, Washington State, Penn State, you know. I I remember one night my dad came in my bedroom, and so he looked at me, and he was a a construction worker. The mason, right? Mason contractor, Mm -hmm. (laughs) construction, tough you know, had been the captain of his high school football team. And uh, he says, where are you going? I said, I don't know. I'm not sure. I might go to Purdue. So he says, walks out of the room, <laughs> turns around, walks back in. He goes, well, why don't you go just play with the best?
0: And that's where was. Uh, and that's and that made was, you go. And
2: that was Ohio State at that time. They were like one in the country. And I was a little nervous to go to Ohio State.
0: <laughs> so now you're in Ohio State, right?
2: So I decided to go to Ohio State,
0: and uh, you, you went there to play running back. You know that that was, and you guys had an injury in uh, in '73, right? Uh, your teammate got injured, and that's when you end up seeing a lot of. Pl- oh, you, my
1: you? bad. My bad. Oh, hold on. Oh my God! You yeah. in this thingy, bro? Yeah,
0: it was just a just an error.
3: Okay? It was just.
1: It was just. Oh no! Error. No, we're still good. Oh, yeah, we're good.
3: places to go, and uh, that's a good oh, So you
0: know what, yeah, so in the background, if you do hear that's that's Bruce's wife, uh, Sasha. <laughs> and So we've got Sasha squared so, today. So, it, and one thing that I love about Bruce, his stories keep you on the edge of the seats. Like, I love, and the thing is, oh, no. time just goes by, like, when you talk to Bruce. Like, it's just, it, the conversations are just awesome, because you, again, he's leaving on the edge of your seat, oh. so hold on, so tell us a story about uh, Penn State.
3: They took you out to to some places, and, and then they, they went to Ohio. I'm not telling. No, you. Well, I'll, 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 I'll <laughs> he tell knows you the story. That's the decision When made.
2: when I I went out to visit because they have recruiting weekends. So, mm-hmm. you know, I used to play basketball. So Friday night after a basketball game, uh, it's usually Saturday morning early, I'd have to get on a flight and go visit the college that was recruiting me for football. Okay, and uh, I I went out <clears throat> to Penn State. And uh, you know, I, I I'm a kid from Cliffside Park, which is outside of New York City, Jersey side. And uh, you know, my friends and I used to hang out at night. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, we hung out. You know, not too late, but late. Doing and what a you know
0: normal sixteen, uh, yeah, we, seventeen we, year we, old kid will do. We,
2: we didn't do damage. <laughs> but, <laughs> but we uh, we were kids and we, we were gonna hang out. And uh, I remember. Uh, When I went out to Penn State, the the kid uh, that took me around, they have a a guy that takes each kid around. So it was, he took me out. We we went and had uh, something to eat. And then uh, I think we took a walk around the campus. And then it was like nine at night on a Saturday. Okay. And that's when I used to warm up at home. You know, so all of a sudden he says, "You know, well, yeah, you know, I, I better get you back. It's time for getting some sleep." So I look at him like, a weekend and what? You know <laughs> you what? Know, I didn't come out here for the weekend to go to bed at nine thirty. True. You know, <laughs> so, like you better do something. You, know? you better t-
1: take me somewhere. <laughs> they,
2: they let me out of my cage. <laughs> you know, you you can't confine me now and and hold me in a room.
0: Now imagine so, if you went to a uh, a uh, 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 J- 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 uh, 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 imagine if you went to a Catholic school like Notre Dame uh-huh. I mean, that, well, that probably I, would have been even
2: worse I, I, I'm going to tell you about that one <laughs> <laughs> So anyway uh, The long and short of it is He did do that He brought me back to the room And uh, and it was early I think we saw a, something Maybe a movie or something So it was just a little too calm for me You know, I, I, I used to... You know, hang out in Cliffside where I grew up. You know, my friends till 12, 1230 at night. And I'm sure you guys
0: went oh, right wow. across the Hudson, too. I mean, it's not like you were just here in Jersey.
2: Yeah, occasionally, you know, drinking age was 18 over there. So once in a while, we'd sneak over. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> once in a while, right? <laughs> you know. So, so that, uh, that was that. So at no- uh, that was Notre Dame, right? I said, mm-hmm. No, you said uh, Penn State. Penn State. Well, it, it got worse. <laughs> I, d- I then went to Notre Dame. Okay. Everybody, oh, you're going to Notre Dame. Wow, holy God, you know. Da, 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 da. This kid that was, they always put you with one of the players on the team. So mm-hmm. when you're a recruit, they call you, you come in from the high school, they have you meet one of the players on the team. Mm-hmm. And then he kind of is responsible for taking you around for the weekend. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he took me to go get something to eat, he took me to a basketball game. And then it was 9 o'clock at night, or 9.30. And he says, we're, we're going back to the room.
3: <laughs> Again.
2: So, so I, I go, I, it's just it's like a pattern. And uh, <laughs> and like, I, is it me?
3: <laughs> I, I mean, do I look
2: like a saint? You know, I know I'm at Notre Dame, but I mean, I'm not a saint. You know, <laughs> you know quite the opposite at that time in my life. So... Uh, he takes me back to my room I'm sitting in my room and, and there's the Bible what, what else I'm at Notre Dame <laughs> you know so I start looking through the Bible uh. a little bit <laughs> So really scratching my head saying you know my friends are out in jersey i know they're going somewhere probably meeting some girls get <laughs> yep. something to drink or who knows what they're doing mm-hmm. i know i ain't there <laughs> and uh, so
1: I, yeah over here browsing the bible
2: <laughs> so I, I look at the bible and somewhere it had something like you know like you know, you gotta always do your best for what's best, and uh, that's what I said to myself. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna can Notre Dame. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, we're gonna do what's best. <laughs> so, oh about God. two weeks Funny. later, I I go out to Ohio State. <laughs> and Ohio State's number one in the country. And I'm nervous. I'm, I am literally nervous. I'm from a small high school. Right. And here I am going to the number one football school in America.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, I figure they almost eat rookies like us. And um, so the the, the fellow that takes me around, they mm-hmm. have one of the players on the team kind of responsible for you, takes me around. He goes, hey, Jersey boy. I go, yeah, yeah. He goes, listen, here's the deal. We're going out tonight. We're going to eat here. Then we're going to go drinking, mm. have a few beers, because Ohio was 18 years old, you could drink. So it wasn't, you know, we were really crossing the line. And uh, and I got you a date.
3: Ooh.
2: That is... That, they were, that's,
3: like,
1: top of the roster, right? That's, that's, that's <laughs> the way to recruit. They were like, okay. <laughs> and instead he's like, you know what? Ohio State is my spot. So, <laughs> so we, we were
2: really... <laughs> Doing well. <laughs> <laughs> they were top runners, right? <laughs> and I, I don't think I had been in the state more than an hour and a half.
1: Wow! And I said, "Whoa, baby, like this, place. <laughs> this is my speed."
2: So he took me around, showed me the university, which is beautiful. It's campus beautiful, and uh, the stadium, which is you know hold, held at that time mm-hmm. uh, I mean, first the second most amount of people in the country, eighty-eight thousand. I think oh, wow. the
0: most is what Michigan, right?
2: Michigan is the most, yeah, yeah. and uh, that's the arch rival. And, uh, and then we went out to uh, a place, and you, in Ohio at that time, if you were a certain age, 18 or under, you could drink what they called 3-2 beer. Okay, what's that? 3-2 is half of what a beer is normally. A normal beer has oh, like six a little point st- four like ounces a spritzer? of alcohol. Uh, that is wow. Good. so in in Ohio they figured out, okay, we're selling three two. You know, that's half. <laughs> yeah, Ohio's pretty clever. So <laughs> wow. Drinking glorified water. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, you know, it was. But if you drank enough water, you, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> so we go do that and he goes, I got your date. Whoa. Okay. So uh his his uh girlfriend had a friend so we went out and we had a good time and i had and i i just felt real comfortable you know i I just felt like you know this is my type of place this is my type of people you know i know they were number one in the country at the time and and that really wasn't the factor in my mind that that actually made me a little nervous do
0: you remember who took you out was it archie because you played with archie griffin you played with some great players i mean great nfl players as well yeah. Do you remember who took you out or no?
2: Um, you got to give me a minute. It's been a <laughs> while. I, I have. To, well,
0: while you're thinking about that, he was a
2: linebacker anyway, and I got uh, uh, played middle guard too. Anyway, I, I have was going to gonna
0: think say about Archie Manning. <laughs> I No. So you know, one of the things. So you you, you did play behind Champ Henderson, right? And in '73, he got hurt.
2: Well, let me back that up. Okay. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. Champ Champ got the starting job that year. Right. When I thought I should have been right near there. Okay. And and so what happened is as as the the summer started and Champ was 6-4 and about 230. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. And I was about 6-1 about 195. So you had mm-hmm. speed. so so he had he had size for Ohio State fullback. Right, Ohio right. State's history has always been the fullback. Mm-hmm. They had guys mm-hmm. like John Brockington jim otis guys that are well known in the in the in the football world and they're big they're pretty big guys so i i didn't quite fit that mold not that i was little but champ was bigger
1: yeah oh wow
2: and and but i knew i was better than him oh i felt that way for sure but i think they wanted that size factor right you know because the big ten is a tough league well, it, it still uh, is. I mean, it's, it oh, still it, is. It's 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 literally brutal. You so, know, you mean you're going to get banged every play and every down. Oh, so Champ gets hurt. And so he, oh yeah. So let, let me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, go, go, give go, you the story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, go you got it. it. You got it. Go for it. So, well, freshman year we can't play varsity, so we're all playing freshman. And I did pretty well. And then sophomore year, Champ's getting the, the starting job, part time at fullback. So. And he's
0: playing. He's playing. playing behind Archie. Archie Griffin, right? No,
2: no. Griffin's a tailback. He, okay. he, he he you know and uh, and there was another fellow Randy Keith so champ's getting to play a little bit as a sophomore i'm kind of wandering around on defense they put me on li- at linebacker okay uh, on really? s- second team so every day in practice i would try to kill champ <laughs> that's
3: amazing
2: <laughs> or, or whoever had the football nice. <laughs> so as i play defense in practice every day you know, I just was so enraged that I can't. Beat, off. I can't be the fullback. Wow. Or I can't play. So you don't think I'm good. So you, I, 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 you had to put me on defense. Now I got to kill you. That, <laughs> you know. And that's so,
0: that's the no. Perfect, I got to take your spot. That's the perfect defensive player mentality. Okay? Really? Their are fucking they're, their mind is completely different. No. Oh, they're wired. They're wired to like hurt. They're right. wired to like stop it. Yeah. Like where the offensive player. You know they're, they're razzing, dazzling. You know they are sh- showing off. <laughs> With their tutus. But you know what I'm saying. You, it's like you look at an offensive player, and mm-hmm. I'm just—and I'm just putting this in just terms. Uh-huh. The offensive player will have the Lamborghini, the Ferrari. Mm-hmm. The defensive player is going to have the, the truck. The,
1: the, exactly. The really. Pickup, the pickup, pickup truck. truck. <laughs> you know, like like such a mean. Statue, right? Where, I thought you were gonna say like a challenger or something, the, like, it'll, it'll, uh, something like a muscle
0: car. Like, um, yeah, muscle. a muscle you're, you're have a, car, a
1: muscle card, something that's gonna make noise, uh, not
0: something that something it, that's
1: manly. Yeah, the okay. offensive player
0: is gonna have something that's pretty. The defensive <laughs> player gonna have something that's wow. Tough. But so, it, that, so we're talking about in '73. So Champ goes down, but you led the team in not only touchdowns, 14 touchdowns, but also 83 what? points. So you let the team. Champ goes down. You led the team fourteen touchdowns, eighty three points, and I'm been staring at it since we got here. His ring. You you guys beat UIC at the Rose Bowl, and I'm looking at the, your championship ring. Oh my god! So that itself is just you were right in your in that year. You should have played over champ, and you proved your your value. But then you go back into then you go into '74. The coaches didn't see that, and then this is I guess where your rage. Just <laughs> made you who you are because that following year he had
1: he had a point to prove
0: in '74. you led the teams in tackles with 144. So the year before, you led your teams in touchdowns wow. and points, and in the following year, you led them off. You led the team in touchdowns and in tackles. And, tackles. And, I'm sorry, ta- and, excuse me, tackles, which you guys ultimately did lose. Um, you guys won the Big Ten championship, but I think you guys lost to. USC in the
2: Rose Bowl on about the last play, or the p- two plays before the last play, 18-17 yeah. was the score. And, the ye- and they went for two points. Yeah, We had them 17-16. They scored. It was 17-16. Oh. Instead of going for one point to tie the game, they went for two.
1: Oh, now, man. Now what, the
0: year before, Bruce in 73 mm-hmm. scored a two-yard touchdown to pretty much seal the, the game for the Rose Bowl. And the oh, wow. greatest point thing is, the following year, he's in the Rose Bowl again.
1: What?
0: But he's on the opposite side of the ball, like, busting, busting, bustin, you know, busting these guys' chops. Like it is just something else.
2: And yeah, you
0: played against one of your future teammates, right?
2: Uh. Which one was o- that? OJ was not OJ? Oh o- yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. You brought up the juice. Yeah, yeah. you brought up the I ju- definitely <laughs>
0: talk about the juice because those are my favorite oh, yeah. stories. yeah, yeah, with yeah. The that juice. was our
2: first yeah. time that we played USC. We played against the juice. Yeah, <laughs> I- ironically, when I was on the 49ers, he became a Forty Nine er.
0: Yeah, so, so you get drafted onto um, you get drafted onto Miami with John Stewart, Shula. The and it's, yeah. it's, you know, and he just went perfect. He just had one the, he had, and still has the greatest NFL season, yes. undefeated, wins the Super Bowl. The Patriots went undefeated but lost to the Giants in the Super Bowl, right? Yeah, we so, gotta talk about that. So you can't say that the, the Patriots matched it because they didn't. The, the, the 07 Giants beat them in the playoff in, in the Super yeah. Bowl. John Don Sula played perfect, wins the Super Bowl we greasy one of the, you know one of the best teams ever so you get drafted in the fourth round the 100th pick which is just phenomenal cuz you had four, what, 14 15 rounds back in the 70s 17 17 rounds in the in, in the 70s oh, wow. and he gets picked in the 100th as in the 14, fourth yeah, in a fourth fourth round
2: 28 p- picks per round
0: yeah it's what and then so now you you're a rookie you're in Miami I'm sure you don't have a good relationship with John Sewell. You probably have a more better relationship with Don Don Dahl, who's your position coach at the time, right? Uh
2: I, I don't know if I had a good feeling for either one. No. Uh Don Dahl, he wasn't playing me a lot at the beginning. Okay. At in Miami. And I I, I didn't I didn't like him. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us it. how you
1: really feel. I love it. I
3: love, it. I love
0: it. I, I'm telling you, you're gonna love by the end of this podcast. You're going to love Bruce. I guarantee you right now in the last let's see in the last 25 minutes at least 5 of you have gone on Wikipedia to rep- yep. to to look at Bruce Elia and and and, and this is this is com. Yeah, this is one of his two crazy awesome careers. Yep. And and we're going to go through the second part of it, but I I love lo- listening to your sports stuff, but so you didn't you know obviously you want to play you're you're a player yeah. you, you're built to start you're you're in high school you're the you're the guy in college you're the guy now in the pros you you still want to be the guy
2: well i I didn't get drafted to to be a backup i I ended up uh, in, in the pros and I'm looking at the guys they have ahead of me and and it and it was a little difficult because um the Dolphins had won two Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. So obviously the players that they had won the Super Bowls with mm-hmm. were, uh, in their eyes, the best players. Yeah, exactly. superstars. You know, yeah. I mean, I, I'm not going to take him. I, we, we drafted yep. this kid out of Ohio State, but we're not going to give his job to one of the players that helped win the Super Bowl. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't think like that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> nor should you. You're like I'm gonna prove my like, my you, point. You, you, sh-
2: you shouldn't have. You shouldn't have thought <clears> like that. Oh, I I used to have fights in practice as a rookie against the All Pro guard Larry Little. He was like All Pro eight mm-hmm. ten times. The whole line was All Pro. was Larry oh, wow. Little, Jim Langer at center, yep. All Pro, Bob, Bob Kuchenberg yep. at guard, All Pro, Wayne Moore. Wayne Moore was the the tackle offense, and uh, Norm Evans was the other one. Mm-hmm. And Jim Mandich was the tight end. I know them all because I didn't like them. And then, who, was the full, <laughs> who, who was the fullback? Uh, Nottingham, right, was the fullback? Uh, Don Nottingham. Yeah, he was the fullback, right? Yeah, Mercury Morris was the tailback, you know. Uh, oh, I used to try to kill Mercury in practice if I could get him. That is So great. fast.
0: That is great.
2: I mean, you know, I mean, I was trying to – prove myself mm. Mm. you know and I actually had missed the first three or four weeks of rookie practice in Miami because I had an Achilles tendonitis problem oh, oh man so I was really on borrowed time and, and actually Don Schuller, the coach called me in and said Bruce we got to make final decisions soon and you oh. only practiced about a week a week and a half oh, we've wow. had six weeks of practice so he says, I'm going to start Nick Bonacani, who was a famous middle linebacker uh, at, at, at linebacker tomorrow in the game against the Saints, and then you're going to play the next three quarters. He goes, do your best, son.
0: Wow. <laughs> but he didn't make the team, right? Who? Uh,
2: Mar- Mar- bon- Bonacani? Yeah. Oh, no. Bonacani was like legendary all-pro linebacker for 10 years in the NFL at least. Okay. So anyway, we go down to New Orleans to play them, and Bonacani plays the first quarter. And, you know, I got smoke coming out of my ears because (laughs) I know this is do or die, and I only had about a week out of six weeks of practice, I've had about a week and a half. So I, I go in the game, and ironically, they're playing an offense against our defense with the Dolphins that was similar to the ones I saw in the Big Ten. Oh, okay. It's called eye formation, where there's a fullback, yeah, and right behind the fullback is the tailback.
0: It's a power formation. I mean, yeah. you're going up the middle. that yeah. that's, you being a linebacker, that's—that's that's all you.
2: Yeah, and I knew that formation, so when they ran it, I did really well that day, oh. and that was it. I think Shula and them went back and said, you know, if this kid can not practice for five weeks, go in and play this well. Mm. Uh, you know, uh, we we need to keep them. Yeah.
1: That's <laughs> awesome. That's great. Yeah.
2: And that's what happened. And uh, I, I, I realized it because I knew that formation. That's awesome. And, and I saw it so often in the Big Ten, and I knew how to play it, and they you'd have the fullback coming at you to kill you, and the tailback was behind them, and I knew to get them before they got me.
3: Mm-hmm. And, and
2: I, I, to this day, I, I could still picture it. And uh, and it worked out, you know, as uh, Little heaven sent, but I'll take it. <laughs> exactly.
3: And,
0: now, and, uh, now, seventy six happens. Mm-hmm. Two new teams come in the league: Tampa and Seattle come in the league. And excuse me, uh, <coughs> excuse me, sorry.
1: You could have muted your mic. You know. I, I, you know what? Yeah, exactly. In the event of you yell at me for doing that, and, that, and you then you do get, it, you can give me the look. And yeah. So, mm. so <laughs>
2: well, let's continue on. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs>
1: so
0: that, you, so. So um I was gonna say uh,
2: 76 Saturday, six, comes around Joe Joe, yeah.
0: Tom- Joe, Joe <laughs> Thomas was the GM, right? Yes, so he doesn't protect you and You get pretty much you get you get claimed by Tampa and in Clamp, Tampa doesn't really they put you on the roster for a Day or two and trade you for a very notable person right now in Steve Spear to the 49ers for for a second round pick It was you and a sec. It was you the second round pick for Steve Sperrier.
2: Steve Sperrier was a Heisman Trophy winning quarterback uh, yes he was. oh wow mm-hmm. and uh, the coach that was the line coach at the Miami Dolphins mm-hmm. I used to play against his players every day in practice and three of them were all pro all pro is like the best at your position in the whole league of course so I have to go against these monsters every day so after a while obviously I get pretty tough you know, I, I was tough to start, but I got real tough because if not, they're going to run you over. Yeah, yep. it, of course. You know, these these guys are rough. And um, so the offensive coach that coached those rough guys became got the job as the head coach in San Francisco. And that's uh, that was Mon- Monty Clark, right? Monty Clark. So when they had what they called the expansion know? draft and – you know they had the rights to pick two players from a team, and, mm-hmm. and each team had to allocate maybe ten or twelve players that were not protected. I was not protected by the Dolphins, of course, which was fine. And Monty became the head coach out in San Francisco, and because he knew me from going against his all-pro players every day mm-hmm. in practice and whatnot, he 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 got me. He traded for me right away, and that's how I ended up in San Francisco.
0: Yeah. And then this is the my favorite stories. <laughs> These are my favorite stories. Now, I mean, so Jim Pluckett is your quarterback, right? You 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 have some good, no Pluckett. Players. I mean, you had and in that year, you're seventy in, in seventy six. You had three guys were all pro on your defense, right? You had uh, Dave Washington, Tommy mm-hmm. Hart, and Cleveland uh, Elam, right? So yeah. the, they're all pro on the defensive side. Two of them are linebackers. So you're two two, two one's a. Defensive one's a linebacker. linebacker, one's the a linebacker. Two with defensive ends. Yeah, uh, yeah. My apologies. Yeah, that's okay. So, now you're around great company, but on top of the great company, you're around some iconic players. And now, let's talk about the juice.
2: So, <laughs> oh <God>.
0: you shared.
2: <laughs> oh god, <laughs> you shared
0: space with the juice. He was your your locker neighbor. My locker neighbor. and
2: his locker was side by side. Oh, so,
0: some of the favorite stories I have. That you had that you shared with me is about O.J. Simpson, and my favorite one is after the games, how he, uh how he spoke to. So, just you know how I'm going I'm with this. Well, so.
2: I, I I think what you're leading to is that after the game, I had a I always had a locker next to his for some reason, and. Obviously, Juice was famous, you know, Mm -hmm. from 10, 11 years uh, out in Buffalo when he went crazy.
0: Plus a Heisman and...
2: Yeah, everything. He was notorious. And uh, so after the game, the press would come in the locker room, and my locker's right next to Juice. So they'd be saying, like, Bruce, could you move over a little bit? We (laughs) want to (laughs) talk to Juice, you know? I'm like... You know, let me get up in there. (laughs) Yeah, 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 you know, like Screw Juice, (laughs) but he couldn't screw juice. I mean, forget it. Uh, So, you know, so they they're asking him questions, and he always talks in the third person. Like they say, "Well, Juice, how did you feel today?" Well, you know, how you're gonna feel playing this game tomorrow or something. And Juice would say, "Well, you know, the juice." You know, he last time he played uh, New England, you know, he had a big game. He ran for 800. <laughs> so he'd be talking in the third person. I am like two and a half feet from him. And and these announcers all got microphones by him and everything. And then when they would leave, I'd say, Juice, what the hell is wrong with you? You talk as if you're not here, and they're talking to you. What's wrong with you? <laughs> I said, you know, I, I I don't get it. He goes, be cool. I'm juice. <laughs> I can't. Now, but this is, I mean, but this
0: back and forth just didn't happen in the locker room. It also happened in the middle of August during OTAs and practice while you're sweating oh. your nuts off. And <laughs> can, can you share where, what OJ's doing while oh, yeah. oh, yeah, practice is sure. going on?
2: Yeah, here we are in San Jose. Temperatures two dots under 100, 98 degrees, full pads, helmets, everything. By the time you walk from the locker room to the field, you've lost two pounds. Okay. You didn't even start practice. <laughs> uh, and then you're, um, as a linebacker, you always got like harder work a little bit, I felt, because you know, you got to go after guys, tackle guys, you, you, you know, it's it's a rough position. And uh and they're always working you with drills, agility, run backwards, sideways, forward, jump through a hoop. Uh, they can't find enough drills to do for you to make okay. sure you're you're athletic. Right. Okay. As if they didn't know. <laughs> so, you know, you know that makes them look like a good coach. Uh, so I'm going through this torture in San Jose. And, you know, I had been around. I'd been in the Dolphins. Uh, Ohio State was no bargain. You know, they're they're a tough group of boys there. And there's Juice in his white little shorts, his white sneakers, walking and jogging on the sideline. He doesn't practice. What? He doesn't. No, no, Juice doesn't practice. He, he just <laughs> he looks like a pretty juice boy. You know, he just got his little white shorts running up and jog. And then, then he just walks for a while because he had jogged maybe five times. So, so, you know, you need a break. You know, we're only, walk, we're only out yes. there in 105 degrees, helmet, oh shoulder God. pads. Already I lost two pounds walking from the, the locker room to the field. It's so That's hot great. out and humid. And and by the time I come in every day I was losing seven, eight pounds. Wow. Yeah. And then I'd have to drink fluid and everything to try to gain six of a Mac. But little oh, wow. by little you kept going backwards, you know, <laughs> as the summer went on. But not juice. Juice was pretty every day. He'd have his white shorts, then he'd have his beige shorts, then he'd have his tank top. You know, then he'd be leaning. This one killed me when I see him <laughs> leaning against the fence, his hands on the fence like he had a rough day. And there's two pretty girls, really nice girls, you know, half tops, everything. <laughs> you know, my mouth is like drooling. And, and Juice is like, hey, hey yeah, hi, how you doing? Yeah, yeah I'm Juice. I, I, I tell you, one day I smacked him. I couldn't take it anymore. He <laughs> was next to me, and he said something, and I said, so "I said, you know, you're messed up, Juice. You really got a screwed up head. <laughs> you know? And he goes, be cool, I'm Juice.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I go,
2: you Juice, you're, you're a jerk. <laughs> but anyway, so, you know, but in, in all honesty, listen, the, he, 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 had, he had won the Heisman Trophy. Of course. He had been the top running back in for America year, for, for a couple of years. Actor, he was, he's, he's
0: doing movies at this time now. He's
2: doing, he's everything. He's, uh, so, you he's know, Hollywood. So Yeah, he's Hollywood, know, exactly. You know, so, and, uh, and, and, he, and he's cruising. <laughs> <laughs> now, so, now okay. with all the
0: players that you've played with, yeah. who was your favorite teammate? I mean, because mm. you've played. My,
2: my roommate was Randy Cross.
0: Wow, a wonderful teammate.
2: Yeah, real good friend, uh, teammate, friend, uh, excellent player, mm-hmm. guard, offensive guard. Um, and uh, Montana was friendly. We were friends, pretty good friends. Uh, Dwight Clark was pretty good friend. You know, there was a few guys on the team. You know, I wasn't there that long on that team, a couple of years. You know, they, they ended up, when we started there, they were a below average team the 49ers. Yeah,
0: cuz Monty Clark didn't make it that year. He he got he got fired at the end of that yeah. season. Yeah. And then you and guys had two other coaches since, yeah. right?
2: Yeah, I kept having different coaches come in and then uh finally I actually got released that year and Bill Walsh was the coach. Oh man. I had actually got excuse me. I had actually gotten hurt. I think I hurt an ankle or something and I think Randy did it, Randy Cross in practice. I wanted, oh, wow. I to, and he's my roommate. I wanted to kill him. And <laughs> and, and eventually it cost me my job because uh-huh. uh, I didn't practice. They had to make decisions. And the coach came to me one day and said, hey, Bruce, you know, I got to make decisions. You haven't practiced in four weeks. I said, I know I can't. I'm just about walking, right? And uh, he says, yeah, okay. So I got released. And, uh, and then the 49ers they became a they, dynasty. They became a powerhouse. Uh, little by little, it took a couple of years from then, but but they really built up. Bill Walsh made them a really good team. He had a very uh, offensive mind.
0: He he invented the West Coast offense. Yeah. He he invented what a lot of these teams are doing now, and and yeah. this is back in
1: and what in, is that? The,
0: the, the, the four, we're talking about forty years ago.
1: Really? Yeah.
2: yeah he he did that, and I, ironically, I lived in California. And I had gone to a uh, Stanford game, and he was the coach there. Mm-hmm. And I watched that offense one day when I went out there to see him play another team, and it was really like something I hadn't seen. You know, most in that era, a lot of people, not a lot of people, but a lot of coaches was as a running team. Yeah. You know, from the days of O.J. Simpson to Larry Zonka. Of course. To, Jim you know, Brown. Jim Brown, exactly. Yeah. You know, the famous names in the game. And uh, and Bill Walsh didn't think like that. Bill Walsh thought totally different. He thought passing and short passing. Yep. Not even like, check, you check know, downs and yeah. You know, everybody used to throw a long pass. Yep. That was a pass play. He, he loved really? he, on the flats. A, he'd throw a five-yard pass yep. play. You know, Benchins,
0: really? and it wouldn't Rick's even Lance. be
2: past the line of scrimmage, and then they'd run a play, yeah. you know. So he had a different mind, and it was truly uh, ahead of its time.
0: And you had, the best, you had the best quarterback at the time with Montana, who was very accurate because those passes need to be crisp, on time, fast, and that's what Montana was oh, wow. great
2: at. Yeah, because politely, Joe, a friend of mine, uh, politely, he wasn't a really ideal, uh, great deep thrower. Deep meaning long
1: passing. Yeah, absolutely.
2: But short passing, he he was perfect. You know, he really had a touch. He got the ball there. He And, and he was shifty, you know, uh, not lightning fast, but fast enough that you weren't going to uh, catch him real quick and he mm-hmm. could throw mm-hmm. in the run. So he had talent that was a little different. Yeah. It actually became the, the prototype of what other teams wanted from their quarterback. Mm-hmm. And he almost he set the mold.
0: Oh wow! Because right after that, you had uh, Warren Moon, you had Cunningham. Yeah, And th- these were the these were the the different run uh, running style run, right. uh, quarterbacks. Steve Young, obviously after Montana. Yeah, and a, this was the new age
2: yeah.
0: quarterback that was was in the pocket, so you didn't have to worry about having a very strong pocket because these guys were able to get out of the pocket and then. Oh, I and, and at the same time, when you come out of the pocket, your linebacker, your Mike, is no longer in the middle of the field. He's not your Mike no more. He's probably your Will or he becomes your your Sam. He's and, back in pass coverage. Exactly. And now you have to have you, know, you have somebody who's built for, you know, hitting a brick wall to now being someone who's light on their feet and, and not taking a tight end or taking a slot receiver, which, you know, that that style of quarterback really disrupted defenses and and that's one thing when it comes to thinking about the history of pros the professional i mean start off with shula with the way he he played mm-hmm. you know walsh i mean this we all know the great coaches you know the, 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 the great ones um but now your career in the nfl is winding down at what point and this is where we start talking about the Empire and, and we joked around I joked around with you earlier, but I, I'm very serious because Sasha and I we look at we look up to your business you know we we, Absolutely. we we look up to you because the one thing that we believe is don't reinvent the wheel. if the if the if the car is working and it goes down the road, why reinvent it? Like why do something different if it's working for other people? Oh, yeah. So you got into real estate and not just doing real estate, you were I mean you' were a broker, you had your own brokerage. You have a big portfolio of buildings that you, you they, if you wanted to stop selling, you can just retire just on the income you're making from your, your buildings and your rentals. So, what made you get into real estate at that point in your life? Because now you're what? You're, you're touching 30, you're what, 27, 26?
2: Yeah, it's close to 28, 29.
0: So, you, you're now, you know, you're starting, you know, and listen, I mean, at the same time, Salaries in the NFL then compared to salaries in the NFL yeah. now, we're, we're, you know, big difference. You, you're not getting general. I mean, and even the players that played after you, that you know, Montana and all that, they still weren't getting paid what you know, like Boomer size and who's on the radio here now. He tells talks about the time like how he got paid so much, and it's a signing bonus for some of these guys coming out of the first round. So, you know, what made you decide? Hey, you know, let me get into real estate.
2: Uh, Is it going back
0: to your dad and his work as a mason, or
2: no? Uh, my dad was a mason contractor. Uh, I actually had an attorney in New Jersey named Nick Giganti, mm-hmm. and a well-known attorney actually, and uh, and a friend. And he had handled my contract with Schuler in Miami, okay, and uh, and helped me in San Francisco when I had a negotiation. And uh, I went and spoke to him. He was a very smart man. And uh, a family, close family friend. And uh, he said to me, you know, Bruce, what are you going to do? And I said, I'm not sure. I don't know what I'm going to do. I, you know, my dad had been and mason builder. And uh, I said, I really don't want to go into that field. And uh, he said, well, why don't you go into real estate? So I said, real estate, huh? So I thought about it. And he says, yeah, there's a, a fella in Cliffside where you live named Joseph Martin, and he has a real estate agency there. He's been there about 30 years, and he's kind of winding down. But he, he, he's the smartest one I know around, mm-hmm. he said. And uh, so sure enough, I listened to Nick. He was like my godfather. And uh, I went down, and I started to work for Joseph Martin. Mm-hmm. And here's the deal. I go to the office, but there's only one agent in the whole office.
1: Uh. <laughs> so you were set up for success with I, saw, I <laughs> saw about a dozen <laughs> chairs
2: and tables and things, <laughs> but I saw one guy and uh, named Jerry. And I, I said, oh, this is all. So uh, nonetheless, I told Nick, who had advised me to go there, I said, he said, don't worry about that. He said, deal with Joe. So Little by little, Joe would come with me on an appointment to get a listing on a house or go here and there. And every day he'd talk to me. Every other day, you know, if I had a question, he'd answer it. That's but awesome. The, the beauty I got of it was it was one-on-one.
3: Mm. It wasn't
2: interfered with I could ask a question when not feeling funny. Uh, he knew all the answers, having had 30-plus years of experience and owned the office. Oh, wow. Uh, And if I was going on a listing appointment, he would come at the beginning and uh, handle it. And and then eventually he let me handle it, Mm. and he'd come and just listen and throw in two cents here and there. (laughs) So I I really got taught kind of, how can I say, uh, exceptionally well. And, uh, it was like a little bit one-on-one training. That's and, great. And then at, at some point, <laughs> I, I don't want to sound funny, but after a couple of years, I said, you know, I should have my own office. <laughs> really?
1: <laughs> That's awesome.
2: <laughs> you know, so uh, in, in a sad way, I had to leave ne- uh, uh, Joe Martin mm-hmm. and, uh, and he was a little mad at me <laughs> and, uh, but we were still friends after that, um. And I opened up an office in Anglewood Cliffs, New Jersey, and um, it was a little, uh, it wasn't like a, a visible place. It was inside of an existing building. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I started there, and we did pretty good. You know, we started to go from there. And then little by little, uh, as time changed, I, I bought a, a building in, uh, nearby, mm-hmm. and I uh, converted it uh, after I had to renovate it uh to um a real estate office and then I started uh and I took the franchise Prudential.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Really?
2: Yeah, I contacted Prudential, I saw that they were growing and I said, This might be a good opportunity. Let's put that name. My name, you know, Bruce Ilya was okay, but locally, but where if we got out of town, who knew me?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, I mean it wasn't like a such a broad name. You know, I wasn't a, you know that so I recognized that, and I I got the name Prudential, and everyone knew Prudential. I mean, they had been around 100 years, so it was a real good calling card, so if anyone worked at my office, it wasn't me, it was Prudential. Right. So they'd go knock on a door, try to get a listing, but it was also I was able to get people to work in our office because of the strength of that name, and I was one of the very, very first in northern New Jersey or even New Jersey to get the name Prudential. Oh, wow. Nobody had it prior, you know. So I kind of pioneered that, but also knowing that, you know, everybody knew it from insurance, Mm
3: -hmm. obviously
2: that historically, maybe 100 years. So it it was a real good name. It worked out well. I eventually uh, went after this foreclosed building that had sat on Palisade Avenue in Fort Lee for a lot of years, and uh, I went in to try to buy it, went through a rigmarole of stuff for nine months, but one day I got the opportunity to, to purchase it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I bought it at a pretty good price, but it needed a ton of work. But, you know, my family had been in the construction business and I, I kind of grew up in it. So I, I knew what we had to do. Uh, yeah. It's always money and time. And uh, we went in, renovated the building, and then all of a sudden I had, I knew it, it was on a really busy street. Lemoyne Avenue in Fort Lee is a busy street. And uh, so that was my calling card. You know, all of a sudden I took the name Prudential. I took the building. I renovated it. I put the name on it. And um, before you know it, within a couple of years, we had about 25 agents.
1: That's amazing. When you were in the LR, um, NFL, like playing um, pros, were you investing in real estate at that time? or n- dibble-dabbling maybe here and there, or not at all? You were like a newbie completely, like you left the NFL and just started doing real estate and they were two separate, like, entities, or was it like you were investing and then you like, oh, you know what, this is going to be great for me for, like, um, passive income right now, and then once I stop playing, once my career, whatever happens to my career, I'll have this as, well, you know...
2: Let me let me back you up going back to Absolutely.
1: You. Uh
2: my first contract mm-hmm. with the Miami Dolphins, mm-hmm. which was a fourth round pick, I got about a twenty one thousand dollar bonus. Oh wow. And my contract the first year was twenty five thousand.
1: Oh my God. You guys weren't joking when you said that um it was like it was different compared to now. <laughs> Oh, wow!
2: My first year, I mean, I was a fourth round pick. I I, I would tend to think a first, a fourth round pick today, it's got to be somewhere about a couple hundred grand. Yeah, and, absolutely. And, and the salary's over a hundred to start, so you know we were totally in a different era. True. You know, uh, and and it seemed like money blew up. Uh, you know, prices, as we know, with inflation and everything, when that was really rocketing, mm-hmm. uh, everybody's numbers went up crazy. Of course. But so I, I started, at, you know, not at a really high number at all. I, I started with, you know, it was a a, a good salary, mm-hmm. you know, uh, but it was, uh, you know, not not what it, it appears to be today. So. Uh,
0: and now you are you are a part owner of the brokerage that we all work in together. Yeah. Um, which we're lucky to be a part of it, it. The family atmosphere is awesome. Um, you know, we're, we're friends with your, your son. Um, not only is your son a real estate agent uh, doing at a high level, so is your daughter.
1: Yep.
2: Uh, so, so is my wife.
0: And yeah, your, so and, is your wife. <laughs> your, exactly. Your wife. Let's
1: not forget Sasha. Come on, guys. Yeah, you know, and, and, and <laughs> she I stepped out for a minute. She stepped out. So <laughs> thank least, God she stepped yeah, out because you would have been in big trouble. Thank God.
0: <laughs> but you guys are still doing it at such a high level. You guys have four, you know, it's actually three people, you know, four people, but three different businesses, right? Um, mm-hmm. And, and, you, your son, your wife, your daughter—you guys are all part owners of the office. Um, you know, my my cousin graduated high school with Bruce, with your son. Oh yeah. And um, but not just that, a lot of the people. He, well, there's other people in, in our office went to high school with Bruce. So the the, the trust that agents here have within your family. Mm. And the way you've treated us has been
1: like family like
0: family which is which is like
1: amazing which
0: is amazing exactly it makes us feel good to work with you guys because it it doesn't feel like we're coming in here and at the end of the day we're all we're all business owners you know we don't work for you we're working with you you know we're we're paying you to to work here right at any time we can just say hey listen we don't want to work with you so but the fact is that we want to it's the testament of how you guys are as, as a family, who's just like listen, I'm like, you know, you're a busy man, and to spend this, you know, this last hour just, you know, chopping it up and talking about. Oh my
1: God, it has been know, amazing. It's
0: it's the it's fact awesome. that you
1: made time in your schedule to like hang out with us today is and, like amazing. And the thing
0: is, you didn't even like, set. You're like, ah, you're like, yeah,
1: let me know when. Absolutely, just yeah. Give me twenty four hour notice. I'm like, yeah, yep. That is
0: something. <laughs> So when I came into the office today. Uh, Bruce had just uh, made a deal. Right, he just he goes, all right. He goes, my he son, ne- yeah, he negotiated a deal, <laughs> and you know I'm giving him high fives. You know we're you know doing a little dance inside his office, and I'm like, yo, you want to hear who's coming on the on the podcast? And he goes, yeah, tell me, tell me, tell. him. I'm like, yo, he his he's in his high school hall of fame. He played Division One <laughs> high, of football. He goes, what? I goes, yeah, and he's also played in the pros. He goes, who is it? who is it? I'm like,
1: <laughs> your dad. <laughs> and
0: I go, his name is Bruce Ilya. He goes, my dad. I'm like, yeah. But you know what's crazy is
1: That's awesome.
0: Our very first pod-
1: It's my daddy.
0: Yeah. Our very <laughs> our very first podcast that we recorded, and now this is like three months ago. Your son gets a box and he walks in and he opens up the box right over here on the table while we're while we're recording.
1: Oh my god. It's
0: one of your original helmets that you used yep. when you played in Miami. And he's like, Yo, this yes. is, I found my dad, one of my dad's helmets. I'm like, That is the coolest thing ever. And I go to Sasha, I'm like, You see this? Yeah, the helmets now are nothing like this. this oh right my here, god,
1: it looked like it was like a bucket you just tied to your it, head. It was like,
0: plastic with a couple pieces of, uh, you know, air inside, yeah, and, or foam inside, and, uh, and they called That's it. a That's
1: crazy.
2: Yeah, so,
1: they weren't that strong. <laughs> <laughs> no, not, not at all. CT was it is it C T E? CTE. CTE yeah, yeah, that was probably high back in the day. Like now the the repercussions, the effect. Oh, yeah. The long term effect now is I probably mean, setting in you, for all these players. You had some from like back in the day. You had some Hall of Fame players like uh Junior Sale. <clears>
0: you know, that he passed away and then when they examined him. Yeah, right.
1: he, he, really?
0: He so it's you know, it's it's gotten better now. I mean, mm-hmm. listen, the NFL, when you played, you didn't have these third-party spotters checking for head injuries. Now you have a third-party... Excuse me <coughs> So what
1: did it, they Sorry, just so check for injuries? Joe, Hold you on, what did they do, do? They have
0: these spotters, they're third-party, they don't work for any any team. They're from uh-huh. the NFL, and they're watching the play, and if they see a player coming down on their head or hits their head on the field, they call them off the field, and they do a neurological test to see if the player is excited um is having any signs of of a concussion oh
1: that's awesome
0: and it's gotten worse after <clears throat> last year
3: because
0: mm-hmm. last year a quarterback got taken off the field cleared went back into the field got hit again and he started spazzing where his hands were over his ha- face and he had no clue
1: Hold up. What is that one that fainted on the, um, that had a mini stroke? Was it a mini stroke?
0: No. Well, yeah, that, that it wasn't him. That, that was Hamlin. He had, yeah, a, it wasn't a, Hamlin. No, he had a, his, yeah, he, he went to cardiac arrest. Uh, oh, wow. But you know, it's the, the thing is that the, you know, the NFL screwed up so many times and got caught with their pants down, essentially, letting players go in just for the show. You just show them, Hey, listen, this is what it is. And now, is they're taking a, a stronger stance, and and they're you know they're 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 doing it, so it, it's let
2: me it, add something to that. Yeah, for sure, absolutely. Uh, that that people should hear. See, years ago when I first thought it in the NFL, it used to be the, the the coach that I had was a linebacker coach, and I'm not going to mention his name. Sure, sure. And and he had been a linebacker in the league, and. Like if you took yourself out of a game because you got smashed in the head or something. Mm-hmm. You're not playing. That, that was a sign of weakness.
0: Yeah. Oh, wow.
2: Weakness. And and I remember I came out of a play once. I got s- smashed somewhere. I don't know what it was, but I remember I came to the sideline and this coach yelled at me. Like, what the no. hell are you doing? You know, I could hardly see straight, you know? From tackling somebody, and I don't think I was out more than two plays, maybe three. Get back in there. Wow. You know? And it was no, it, it it was it wasn't judged upon like your mind neurological. It was either you're tough or you're not. Yeah. Wow. You know, it was I uh, combat. Yeah.
3: So
1: and, they treated uh, you guys like robots then, not well, like humans, he, he, really. And
2: he had been a player
1: wow spell. that's so crazy
2: and and I think going back to the, maybe the 50s and 60s or when he played uh that was the the mo that was the the way you, you know things went yeah so uh, and I do remember you know because I watched TV and when I was little football all the time yeah I was like seven years old sneaking out of bed at night watching football oh wow and uh, and uh, that was kind of like the judgment you know whether you're tough or you're not right right you know they they today it's a different mentality today you know yes you got to be tough listen period it's a tough game absolutely but you also got to have a brain and you got to use it because the game is is sophisticated Mm -hmm. it's uh complicated Mm -hmm. you know you you don't just go on the field and play you know what it is i'm you know, there might be thirty-three plays. You better know where you go in thirty-three plays. Absolutely. Yeah. So,
1: uh, just so. And you, two minutes in football is like a lifetime to. Yeah. And if, and if you get sma- <laughs>
2: excuse me, but if you get smashed in the head, you still better know where you go on Absolutely. the thirty-three plays. <laughs> exactly.
0: True. So, just to let you know, as far uh-huh. as position between the offense and defense.
1: I the, know what offense is. No, 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 no. Oh, Okay. The, the I thought you were trying to play me in no. front of Elio over no. here. No. I
0: was like, hold the, up, wait a minute. The Mike, who's uh-huh. the middle linebacker. Uh huh. Right? He's That's the, the position you used to play. He's, okay. He's the quarterback of the defense. He's should the know. quarterback
1: of the defense. Okay. He's,
0: he's gonna he's knowing what the, the down linemen are in front of him doing, what gaps they're they're going into. They, he's gonna know what his uh, his sand. So his is he will, allowed
1: to call plays? Well,
0: I mean you're, you're checking. Just like the quarterback you, you is can, allowed to call plays. But, but <clears throat> I mean, if you're on a if you're on a all out blitz, mm-hmm. right, and you're seeing that they're going five wide. That all-out blitz is not going to help. I mean, you need a you need a kind of audible out going to zone or whatnot. I mean, mm. you're going to be if you're if you're blitzing three guys and they're and they they're showing four receivers, you know, you yeah, better you yeah. better move. You're, you're
2: in a bad coverage. Yeah, hundred
0: percent. You know, if you're in a, if you're in a cover zero, uh, that's that's that, that's a touchdown yeah, where to I mean, happen.
2: Yeah, you know, listen. Uh, it's not quote a dumb football player. Yeah, no. He, it needs to be almost reclassified as a a, a smart football player.
3: Yeah. Uh huh.
2: Now I I'm not taking anything away from the linemen, but their heads are down and they're looking they're the at grunts. the guy in front they're, of them. They're, the, they're the grunts. Yeah, they they can't see the whole field and play, but the linebackers can. They they're in the middle. It's yep. like the first is the defensive line. In the middle is the linebackers and behind them are the secondary or the defensive backs. And so either the defensive back could call it, but they're usually running out with a wide receiver, so it's a little hard for them to, for everyone to hear what he's got to say. So it's really left to the linebacker who's right in the middle.
3: Mm-hmm. The guy
2: behind them can hear, and the guys in front of them can hear. And you have to decipher what, um, what defense you need to stay in. Sometimes. You get in the huddle on defense. You call defense. You come to the line of scrimmage and see the offense come out, and they're in an offense that your defense is not uh, positioned to handle. Mm. You know you're out of position, so you got to call a check. And you might go. Uh, we 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 used to use things like, say we go in the huddle and the defense is called the uh, 36. Uh, 36, 36, you know, and then we're on defense. Then all of a sudden the offense comes out and they're in a formation that is uh, not good for 36. We're out of position already. Right, right. So we may have a word called like Rambo, Rambo. That means the play we call to the defense is no longer – In play, in play, right, and we're going to uh, Charlie, Charlie, Charlie might be your safest defensive position, like a
0: base defense or something. Oh wow,
2: yeah, good word, base defense. So, you know that, you know, so and and it's it's got to be yelled out, but it's also not the easiest thing that everyone could pick it up because you got receivers pretty far to the right, Mm -hmm. pretty far to the left. You got defensive backs behind you.
0: And, so you, you gotta, you, and you got to do it quick because they, they can call the play as your guys are moving players. Yeah, and
2: very good point.
0: You have a people. You have to go on someone uncovered. Oh wow! Right down the end because these guys are fast. I mean, you got to yeah, remember yeah. they're fast.
2: You you, you got to be talking quick, or you, or you got to go to a base defense if you're playing a team that's got guys going in different directions all the time. You may want to go to a defense that 80 uh, percent of the time is safe.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, you don't want to gamble because yeah. you may be out of position. If you're out of position, they may get an easy touchdown, and sure. you know you don't want that. So, you know, it, it's gotten sophisticated. They they've become uh, very analytical, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, prepare extremely well. Let,
0: and, let me ask you a question: With today's NFL, I mean, obviously you're, you're going to Ohio State games on regular. You're 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 a season ticket holder. Um, you know, I'm sure you've gone to NFL games. I'm guessing you're still watching the 22. Right, the, the the you know you're watching and essentially watching a game is like watching a tournament too. So you're looking at the plays and whatnot. The yeah the game today f- compared to when you played it, it's nine day, right? It's the what the, what they're doing on offense, what they're doing on defense. It's it's just you know the the the, the stunts that they're running on the defense and stuff like that. That's stuff that you guys really didn't do back in college and the pros, right?
2: Well, let me let me just say this. I think the offenses. I don't even think the offenses have gotten very sophisticated. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, you know, you you gotta have a college degree to play. I mean, because they, <laughs> they took they took
0: they took your option and made it to the RPO. Like the option was like the Navy played ran option, Notre Dame played uh play, they, they they played option. Um, so the option was a tough play to defend when you were in college. Now they have the RPO where that quarterback could keep it, throw it, or, or, or hand it off or whatnot, all within a matter of a moment, you know?
2: Yeah, it, it's, it's, you know, listen, you're always trying uh, offensive-minded people. Mm-hmm. You're always trying to figure something that will trick the defense. Right. You know, you, and you always know that the defense, if you can get them out of position— that you got an opportunity to, to quote, steal a touchdown. Of course, okay. So, in in my opinion, that that is happening less and less because I think the defenses have what they call a base defense that no matter what you come out in, it's pretty safe. Yeah, you know, and and that has been the case because I know we always used to check off from one something we call defensively in the huddle, and if they came out in something that we. Uh, didn't expect we could just go uh, we used to use the word Rambo.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Rambo, Rambo it means that's that's off.
0: That's that's you know yeah.
2: uh, play X, play X and that's it. So <clears throat> you know that that uh you know it, it's it's a little bit of a chess game
0: yeah, exactly what it is
2: done in in about
0: Half, half a second,
2: yeah. About five seconds. Yeah. You know, you see it coming out, and, and then don't forget, you see guys in motion that come from one side, mm-hmm. then they bring a receiver to the other side. Now, mm-hmm. instead of having one receiver there, now they got two. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Or they zip back and forth.
2: You know, and think of it if you have the one defensive back looking at him, and then all of a sudden the guy, the defensive back, is supposed to cover the receiver, and that receiver goes all the way to the other side of the field safety
0: moves over everyone's moving over well, everyone's got someone's out of position and
2: everyone got to understand what they got to do yeah, it, yeah. It, you know cuz you can't just take that guy and have the the corner that would be covering that receiver go all the way to the other side of the field cuz then that would come and run the play back uh, right so. where he was exactly. mm. and then you 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 kind of really got duped yeah. you know so it, it's got to have balance what is
0: what was your favorite defensive I guess you know what did, I mean. So we going back in when in your in your era when you played. I guess it was what five two four four. Yeah. What, what was Good so? Point. What was your favorite? I guess formation that you guys that you played out of. Well,
2: like, what was defensive formation? The,
0: defensive that made you the best player. Like it fitted your fit your game the best. Was uh, it the 4 four?
2: Uh, I, I think either or was okay for me. You know, if you, there was also 6 1. Really? Wow. One guy in the middle and six on the line.
0: And it's I guess what the six on the line, the two would also be a hybrid where they would play in the flat or they would.
2: No, no, no. They'd be on the line.
0: They would be on the line. Wow. Yeah, well,
2: what happens if it's third and
0: one? Oh, that's right. Because you guys are also running. They, they ran more than through. Yeah so. yeah. so
2: third and one. You know, you figure they're going to come at you. Yeah, exactly. You know, you're going to tighten down the splits between each. other. Okay. So you guys on. are
1: speaking like and okay. car engine parts okay. right now because right, I just so that <laughs> last part. Let's right. not get football, but
3: that last right, part so was all gibberish all right, so to me. Okay.
0: So
1: the line and the, vir- okay. the back
0: up. So da, da, blah,
1: blah.
3: you have
0: <laughs> your so the first number is uh-huh. your down lineman. Okay. Right? So six means you have six down linemen. You have your nose okay. tackle, your your nose tackle, your you tackles. Six,
2: it's like my six fingers. Exactly. They're, they're, okay. Those six fingers
1: all are lined, up together. lined up against In line an up.
0: offensive guy. Okay. Offense, you have five you have five guys. Uh-huh. Then you can add the six, which is your tackle, and everyone would be nose to nose with one of those players. Okay. A five two means six one means you have six guys down with one linebacker. A five-two is five guys down with two linebackers and the four four is four guys down with four linebackers. Oh wow. So so that's what he was saying as far as the formation. Uh huh. They've played a six one. Oh, okay. So but then at the same time when you have six one, because you only have eleven guys on the on each side of the ball.
1: Mm.
0: So six
1: It's not twelve?
0: No. No. It's it's no, it's
2: six seven, eleven. Oh well, we'd like to have twelve, Why d- but it's, it's it's not
0: allowed. For some reason, I thought it was always
1: twelve.
2: <laughs> so in
0: a six-one,
1: uh-huh. you
2: have seven
0: guys, Thanks. and you have seven guys in the box, uh-huh. right? Leaving you only four guys. So I mean, you have two corners, two safeties, or you have you know two corners a nickel and a safety. So it that is basically perfect for goal line and, and protecting the run because you're limiting. You, you have very limited help behind you and but yeah. go and protect you what you're saying is they really didn't throw i mean you look at the nfl today five thousand yards for a quarterback is natural 15 years ago there was probably two guys that threw
2: four thousand yards you know no, that was 20 years ago that set the mark yeah 20 years ago really You, you 3, and you, change was, was pretty lot. damn good i mean
0: and that was and you're, you're talking about the '80s with Marino and you know Marino was in Farb. There were gunslingers. They, oh, they, for sure. They, they threw the ball, you know, three thousand yards and and it, but now, you know, the records that Tom Brady and breeze and and, and Manning have for the passing yards. K- kids are going to be doing it within five, seven years, and took these guys fifteen years. Hmm. Really? Yeah, because it, it's oh, look at Mahomes. He's throwing balls. Uh, uh, Tua down in Miami, he's throwing balls. The hill. hill is one of the fast. he's the fastest player and in the NFL. You know, a 40 yard pass to him could make a 90 yard play. That's 90 yards right there in one play. 90 yards. That's crazy. Where back when Bruce was playing, a quarterback for the whole season may have, and in college, your, your quarterback finished practice. at what 800 throwing yards. Right? Is
2: that what it was? It's some, I think some it like, doesn't surprise me because you know, we, we, we <laughs> ran the ball. Yeah,
0: but all the all the plays. I mean, you had. Uh, I think Griffin had 900 yards rushing. Uh, Champ had like 700 yards rushing, you know, and that, that's just two guys, you know. And fullbacks now coming into the future.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Now no teams have fullbacks. They're using a tight end to play the fullback position because you only have a limited amount of space. The fullback is not the fullback because you're not running out of the eye. You're not running well, out of the power we, formation. Well, the
1: running back, It could play, that person could play. No, multi, no. No?
0: The fullback is the guy, he's like a, a faster guard. He He's someone who's agile, could take the corner and also have the size to take out your linebacker. Okay. That's, that's the fullback. Your fullback is basically making, he, He's a, he's a plow. Right, he is the guy who's going through the line to make a hole for the tailback to do what he doing to do come with okay. I got with his speed to get out to the the, the sidelines and take it down the field. Okay, the fullback, you know what is third the, and the, two, third and exactly. one,
2: third mm-hmm. and three, maybe. He's he's the one who's cleaning he, up that he, he's hole. He's a guy that if you hit him, he's not going down with one person hitting him. You're, okay, you're, he's going to be dragging a few of him.
1: He's, gonna, still he's going
2: He's got. He's like a little bulldozer. Yep,
1: that's amazing.
2: Exactly what it is.
0: But if you don't have a good guard, you know, on a trap, you don't have a good guard. The fullback is not doing nothing. So the trap is you're letting your your end free, right? So your tackle is going to the one ta- is going to the to the to the mic. Your guard is going over kicking out the defensive end because now he's free, mm-hmm. leaving the fullback going out with the outside linebacker or, or the safety, depending on where the hole is forming, giving that perfect lane for your tailback to go right through it, right? I mean, but they're not. They're not running that way no more. They're no one throwing. They're not pulling guards running the trap. They're, that that doesn't exist in the NFL. Everything right now is is zone blocking and you know double team and you know they'll, they'll bump block where you, you have your center and your guard taking out one tackle and then the, the guard has to bump out and hit the tie, the linebacker. Just and it, and this has all happened mm-hmm. within
1: seconds. Second, yeah. yeah. So that's crazy. The, own,
0: the old NFL and the new NFL is it's two different games. Wow. Two
2: different yeah. games. That's pretty true. You know, the, the new NFL is a, a more of a passing league.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: It's either short or long or medium passing and uh, screen passes, which is on the, you know, uh, behind the line of scrimmage. And uh, years ago, uh, the game was mostly a running game. Mm. But it was
0: finesse running. It was smart running. It was really? so
2: power running.
0: It, it was it, it was basically I mean, guys knowing where they had to be, and if you were there, the play happened. If you weren't there, the...
2: You know, you know let, me, let me throw this in. I, 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 I'm laughing because we had a coach, and the coach was famous coach, and he said he didn't like passing. So he said three things can happen when you when you uh, pass, and two are bad, meaning one, they could knock it knock down or two intercept it oh, the wow. other one they could complete it oh, so, <laughs> oh wow <so laughs> two out of th- three is 30, bad you have it's a 33 not, the odds the chance. against us. <laughs> wow. let's not pass <laughs> so running here you have a 50 50 chance on running it <laughs> <laughs> well i I'm just saying that was uh guess, that is such a crazy excuse, way excuse at me it. woody hayes that <laughs> ohio is, state and you played for one of the Best coaches in Ohio State. Yeah. I mean, you, I mean, uh, I played for some good coaches. I was you, you did with Don Shuler in Miami, and good uh, assistants.
0: Good assistants too. He had some good oh, assistants.
2: A yeah. Monty Clark was also down in Miami when I was there. He became a head coach, and uh, Bill Walsh was out in San Francisco, and uh, yeah, we you know they, and a lot of them had a lot of different styles.
0: You know, it, it's it's something if you think about what your dad said in that bedroom to play for the best school There's guys That play four years say even they go five years with red shirting one year
3: mm-hmm.
0: Never make it into the Rose Bowl or the Orange Bowl Here's Bruce does it back-to-back years against the same school three or oh, three years, excuse me. Yeah, Imagine that. and You're playing. I mean, and, and you, if you think about the guys on these teams, I mean the USC, Ohio State, USC, Michigan games were phenomenal. Every, I mean, listen, everybody knows the Friday after Thanksgiving,
3: mm-hmm. or
0: I'm sorry, the Saturday after Thanksgiving, Michigan, Ohio State is playing either in Ann Arbor or Columbus. If they sweep back back and forth. My, a lot of my friends and my Which is either
2: Michigan or Ohio State. Exactly. Really? Home, their home field. Their home field. Uh. Ann Arbor is Michigan's field. And Columbus, so, Ohio is Ohio. So State you have State. the big house oh, wow. in
0: Michigan, in the shoe of uh, of Ohio State. Now, a lot of the guys from my firehouse are Michigan fans. A lot of my a lot of my friends for are Michigan fans. And your son, hard you know, die hard Ohio State fan, on his Porsche had a license plate cover it says Ohio State Buckeyes. <laughs> so what I did, I took a picture of his the back of his car. Pointing to his license plate, and I photoshopped the Wolverine license plate. (laughs) So we come into the office, and I had this picture ready. This started
1: prank wars.
0: I had this picture ready, and I'm like, hey, where's Bruce? And they're like, oh, Bruce is inside the conference room. So I came here. I'm like, oh, he wasn't inside this room here. So I sent Bruce the picture, because I'm like, oh, he's probably driving right now, he's probably stuck on traffic on 9W, Route 4. This is going to be great. So I sent Bruce the picture. And then like 20 minutes later, I'm like, I, I get, you're such an asshole. I was in a conference with a client. I ran yep. to my car to see what you <laughs> did and you didn't do nothing. He was in your conference room with a client. Yeah. Not in this conference room. So I didn't know that. So he thought that I vandalized his car by putting <laughs> a Michigan license plate cover. And I started laughing. And then started of our prank board between me and him where he's gotten me back.
1: Like I, I, we got him back really good, though. Got we me, paid him back so really good.
0: Bruce, <laughs> Bruce essentially stole my car and parked it across the street.
1: And he almost called the cops and everything. Bruce was like, yo, we should tell him that we took his car. But Legit, because he's about to call and the cops.
0: Bruce was up because the whole time he's recording me <laughs> with his phone like this. But when he was recording me, his flashlight was on. I'm like, hey, Bruce, are you recording me? right now?" I'm like, your flashlight's on, Bruce. So I, I knew something was up. I, I knew something was up. Um, That's funny. So. <laughs>
2: yeah, um,
1: that's how much of a diehard for um, fan he was. He is.
2: Wow! I actually just came back from Ohio State. Oh wow! I was just there.
1: You guys ago.
2: just
0: you guys just played. Um, you guys are so undefeated, right? I yeah. guess you, just, you yeah. guys beat the crap out of. Um, you guys beat the crap out of Rutgers two
2: weeks ago. Really? Rutgers, Rutgers. held in pretty good for the first uh, quarter and a half. And most most teams that play Ohio State. They hang in for a quarter and a half.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's it, the max you give them? The thing is,
2: you're getting beat up and beat up
0: and beat up, and it gets to the point that you can take so much of a beating before you're just starting
2: to, like, oh man, you, you just get fatigued. You know? You know, wow. what, you know what it is, if I had to say what I, I think I've seen over a, a lifetime of football, mm-hmm. is that <clears throat> they just have players there that are a talented,
3: mm-hmm. but B
2: they are good size, big. <laughs> they're strong, and if they're not strong, you're gonna get strong in Ohio State because they're gonna make you lift weights till, till your arms fall off. Wow, and uh, and they're fast, and they make you faster. Really? So everything they have there is geared towards strength and speed.
1: That's amazing.
2: Yeah, it's it's just the way it's it's set up, and then <clears throat> then the third thing. Is is skill. You know, whether you're a kicker, you got to be practicing a lot. Mm -hmm. Whether you're a blind man, you know, they got special sleds and dummies. They got things that I don't think other teams have. Some may by now, uh, that are kind of custom made Mm
3: -hmm.
2: uh, to handle certain situations in a game that may come up, but not very often, but you're not surprised. Really? Yeah, because surprise could have your quarterback get sacked and fumble and mm. change a game around if you're you're not blocking right. And mm-hmm. so they they try to get, eliminate surprise. So if, oh, if there's no surprise, then we don't. It's it's pretty much normal.
3: Mm. You
2: know, you ever see sometimes a quarterback strapping back to pass, and all of a sudden, from nowhere, someone comes and smashes him. He fumbles. They mm-hmm. pick it up. They're mm-hmm. going the other way. And that's a tremendous change in a game. Absolutely. You know, that that could change the game completely. And um, and the smart teams, the, the top teams, they literally have practice for surprise type situations. Oh, wow. Mm. You know, and I know we used to have on Friday before a game, uh, Saturdays usually the college game, we would have these circumstances come up that uh, would be uh, planned by the coaches to... To make sure that we could handle it. Mm-hmm. And if not, it had to get corrected right then and there after you got screamed at. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but you were certainly awake for the game the next day that well, I'm not gonna be surprised, and my quarterback's not gonna get surprised and get smashed and you know, not see you know, not know what's happening. Mm. So, you know, that's the preparation. Absolutely. So
0: Bruce we wanted to thank you so much for joining yeah. us today. Um, this you know, was awesome sauce. I think it's a treat for our listeners to hear, especially if you look at it, the top ten of, of the sound, the listeners who listen to our podcast, Is Columbus is in there. And um, Miami is there. San Francisco <laughs> is there. And it's crazy that the three air plays that you the three areas, or four areas, including this area here. This is the most listened to area here. You played football. And I thought it was so special to ask you and, and you jumped on it. And we really thank you for it. Um you know we're honored
1: to have you here. We
0: we definitely are. Thank you so much, Bruce, for joining us. Um you know, this has
1: been amazing, because you know what? I, I know about football, but I didn't know how much, like, obviously, like, you know. So you kind of, in a way, educated me as well and taught me some things that I didn't know. Like, that whole line thing, six-on-one and everything. Like, there's a couple of things I could definitely take away from this podcast today. And obviously, your stories with the juice and, like, everything else was, like, are, are the, the icing on the cake and everything. So
2: Be cool, I'm juice. Be cool,
1: I'm juice. <laughs> cool, you just, you should just walking around. You should just walk around saying, "Be cooler, I'm Bruce."
3: <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> <Just> Hashtag.
1: <laughs> hold up, before we go though, do you have um, a social media handle? Like, do you have Instagram, Facebook, TikTok? Any any social media in case anybody wants to follow you, um, or anything like that?
2: Just my email. It's bruce dot at kw. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, that's awesome. Okay, so slide in his emails, guys. If you want to ask him any questions, get to know him, or anything like that.
2: Yeah, it's pretty simple. <laughs> it's pretty
1: simple. It's not
2: That's awesome. like senior. I know. KW, our <laughs> office. <laughs> That's awesome. That's amazing.
0: Sasha, any final thoughts as we uh, sign off?
1: Um, my final thoughts today is going to be: um, don't matter what your struggles are, and don't matter what you're going through silently um you can do it you're gonna get through it and this too shall pass and you got this thing called life it's a goddamn roller coaster believe me because i'm on the front seat of a goddamn roller coaster riding it right now both arms up i don't even know if the seat belt's holding me in that's how crazy of a ride i'm on right now but um yeah this too shall pass when you got this yep.
0: guys thank you so much for listening you can find us on all Podcast, Uh,
1: radio Pandora.
0: It was exciting. Again, this is my favorite episode. I know it definitely is gonna be every every day. No, but this
1: (laughs) I know legit was this. This
0: was the fun because listen, we talk to friends all the time. Absolutely, but I can I can go all day talking to Bruce, and it is just entertaining, like you wouldn't.
1: Absolutely, his stories, dude, is like. Oh my God, I could listen to his stories all day.
0: Exactly. Bruce. Hey,
2: hey, be cool. I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> Senior, thank you so much.
1: Th- thank you so, 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 so much for uh, taking some time out of your schedule today to hang with us. This was amazing. And um, you have, before we go, do you, do you have any final thoughts?
2: Uh, no. Uh, I, <laughs> the only thing I could say is I'm, I've been blessed that uh, I could play pro football. And uh, play go to college and save my parents a pretty big bill true to get me there and uh, I made a lot of great friends along the road.
1: That's amazing.
2: Yeah. actually I just came back this weekend from a reunion at oh, Ohio State. Nice. Wow I just yeah it was uh, and, uh, and it's almost the funny thing about it is is that uh, since you spend so much time with these people, friends, people uh-huh. you know players, in locker rooms and getting dressed and undressed and hitting each other on the field and getting yelled at by the coaches mm-hmm. and correcting it and everything that you, you kind of have an unwritten bond and when you when you're back together and they, like this weekend they I went back to Ohio State we had a reunion I mean some of these guys I didn't see in 25 years that's awesome oh, wow. and you
0: guys left off right were you, you guys picked up where you were I, left I, off yeah, exactly.
2: I, I, I don't think we blinked an eye
0: that's awesome that's, you know, that's, that, free, that's just that's, shocking. that's a brotherhood right there.
2: Yeah, absolutely. It, you know, because you had gone through so much during the four years you were together. Yeah. I mm-hmm. mean, you, you, you did good. You got yelled at. You mm-hmm. got kicked in the butt. You, you got complimented. You, you got it all. Yeah. You
3: absolutely. know,
2: that uh, it's almost like uh, you, you've been to a war. Yeah.
0: It, you know what it is? You guys had a common ground yeah. of, of emotions.
2: Yeah, and, and we were all striving because, you know, we all came from a... How can I say we all came from a small town or a town most people come from a small town mm-hmm. you know uh, and uh, we all had uh, dreams as absolutely. kids as kids you know and uh, we all wanted to be somebody mm-hmm. we wanted to go to a school and play football and 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 make it absolutely you know? and uh, some of us did some of us did better some of us did a little less uh, but the fact is that we we we're all friends.
1: Absolutely, friendships, uh, relationships, relationships. Yeah. Yeah, came Even, out of even
2: it. after all these years, right? I left there in '75. Oh wow. '85, '95, 2005, 2015. That's 45 years ago. Wow. I go back there when I see friends. It, it, it's it's like it's been 45 days, not 45
1: years. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, I. That's truly amazing. It,
0: it just shows you how special and how small the world is. Yep. Well, again, Bruce, thank you so much. God bless you.
2: Absolutely. And everyone who's listening,
0: have a wonderful day, and God bless. Here it is. The episode you've been waiting for. The Neighborhood Sellers Podcast with your hosts, Nico and Sasha Antanasio.
1: Grab a chair, grab a drink, grab a friend, and enjoy the conversation.